And sometimes we don't have examples of that in our lives to show us that it's possible. So we're like imagining and envisioning from like nothing and thinking to ourselves, is this going to work? Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Cassandra Lay, and you're listening to I'm Lost, So What? The podcast exploring between belonging and carving your own path. For all the peeps out there who kind of know what you're doing, but still question, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I'm with you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the I'm Lost, So What? podcast. This is episode five, and we are talking about what it's like to start over and from zero. And is this an immigrant story? Is this a story of reinvention, failure, growth, bravery, and courage? Or is it just because we are lost and we are trying to find our footing in life? Those are the questions that we are going to be going over today in the podcast. And shout out to my sister Tatiana for helping me pick out this episode topic because she was like, let's let's talk about this. Like, what is it like to actually start over? What is it like to actually leave your comfort zone and do something else? And I just want to share with you all, if you are in the process of starting over, if you're in the process of thinking about starting over, starting over is not for losers. And it's not like you are a failure or anything like that. It's actually something amazing. So I wanted to talk about my personal examples of what it was like for me to actually start over and I've actually started over quite a few times in my life, I feel like, in various situations, whether it was in school, if it was with work, if it was with like personal life choices. I feel like I've started over from lots of things and even also with like personal style and all of that stuff. So we're going to get into it. I'm going to share my personal examples and then go into when to know it could be time to start over because I feel like... Sometimes when we're thinking about starting over, we feel stuck around it. We're like, is it time? Do I need to? And sometimes it is. And I wanted to go over some of the signs that I think we run into when we know it's time to start over. So getting into my personal examples, one of the first things that I did, I think for me, that is actually very memorable, is that I changed my degree in college. And it sounds like a super simple thing, but I originally went to university college with the intention of getting a communications degree because I wanted to become an event planner and I wanted to work in PR and I wanted to become like a journalist or something like that. Then one drunken night at a house party in college, I was talking to, I don't even know this person, like I don't know who they are, but they changed the trajectory of my college career. So I went out onto the balcony to get some air and this person was just like, hey, who are you? What's up? How's everything going? And we just started talking. I was telling her, you know, I wanted to be an event planner. I wanted to work in events. I wanted to be a wedding planner and I wanted to do things related to restaurants, customer service, travel, and all of that stuff. And she told me, oh, well then why are you in communications? Why don't you go study hospitality management? And she told me, okay, hospitality management is about, you know, hotel management, event management, restaurant management, all of those things, all of the things that you kind of want to do. And you could then become an event planner. And I thought, 
Oh, hell yeah. That's exactly what I want. I don't know this person. I don't even remember their name. I kind of vaguely remember what they look like. And from that conversation, I basically woke up the next day after this house party and was like, yeah, I'm going to go change my major. I'm going to go change my degree. So I went to my counselor's office and I was like, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to change from communications to hospitality management. And that random person that I met uh, in that one drunken night on the balcony who had no idea who I was, we probably she probably doesn't even know my name, helped me really to start over and start from zero. So that was like Example number one, I feel like that is like an easy one because it was low stakes. I wasn't really into my communications major anymore, or I wasn't really into my communications major so heavily. Like I was still a freshman or sophomore at college and changing my degree was a little bit easier. So then I started from zero with that. That's example number one. And I think that is like low stakes. So A little higher stakes for my second example is when I moved to Richmond, Virginia, which is about two hours away from where I am originally from, for one month by myself. And my parents were not happy when I decided to do this. First of all, I decided to move for a one-month unpaid internship with a very popular thrift slash consignment store in the Richmond area. And it's not like, you know, one of those internships where you're like, oh, cool, you're moving for this internship. Like this internship was to work at a a clothing store and to help them with their PR, help them with their marketing, help them with events. And I was just like, I don't care that it's unpaid. I'm going. And I think I was maybe 20 years old. And I just thought, okay, I'm going to drive down to Richmond by myself. I don't know anyone. I'm going to go for an unpaid internship and I'm just going to figure it out. That I think was the first time that I decided to do something for myself without knowing anybody else and like having a like safety net. And that month completely changed so many things for me. It mainly gave me so much solace. Like I was so alone in a bustling city that I had to do things by myself like that was probably the first time that I went to go eat in public by myself it was the first time that I started reaching out to people that I didn't know to meet for coffee for networking events it was when I started throwing myself out into experiences or you know connections to see what could come of it I was a nobody in Richmond like I came in and I was like, hey, I'm here. I don't know you, but do you want to hang out? And that one month unpaid internship by myself in Richmond, like I still have journal entries that I've seen from these. And I'm like asking the most existential questions, but it gave me the opportunity to explore myself and also what I really want and how I wanted to show up. And it also gave me like this amazing stepping stone to explore opportunities that I don't think I would have been able to do if I actually went by, like if I went with somebody else. So that's the second example. The third example of when I started from zero was when I moved abroad for the first time in 2014 to Spain. 
Okay, so those first two things were a little bit like low stakes, and then the second one where I moved to Richmond was maybe a little bit higher stakes, but now I'm like going full throttle, I'm going in, and I wanted to have a whole different experience abroad. So I moved to Spain in 2014 as as an English teaching assistant. And I lived abroad for about nine months in Spain in a different language that I didn't actually really speak. And in that time, like starting from zero was like really, really starting from zero. Like when I think about my parents and their immigration story or, you know, what it was like for them to come to the United States after leaving Vietnam I kind of think about that, and I also think to myself, am I stupid for um, doing something like this? Like, they came over to the United States so I could have, like, a comfortable life and not start from zero. And here I am, first-born, first-gen, Vietnamese-American daughter, uh, choosing to start from zero and to live abroad in a foreign country and language and figuring out life in a whole different country, culture, and language, similar to my parents. So this is, again, connecting back to, is this an immigration story? Am I repeating cycles? Like, what's going on here? And I, like, that experience was amazing. It's also really difficult. I feel like that's a conversation for another day because the biggest thing that I learned when starting from zero in a foreign country language and in a completely different culture was my identity. I learned that my identity is way more complex than just being a person from the United States. And, you know, I had hints of this while I was living in the United States and, you know, going to a predominantly white institute for college and surrounding myself with diverse people and, you know, learning that not everybody has, you know, a second or hyphenated culture in their household. But I, I was faced with this reality of, hmm, who the heck am I? And how do I actually want to show up? How are people perceiving me? And that started because... I decided to start from zero and I think this is like the catalyst to why I am so interested in identity and culture and self-love and self-awareness because that experience that first year living in Spain in 2014 like it was like a reckoning y'all like I remember I would say I'm from the United States and then people would look at me and they would be like you are not from the United States and I was like but I am. I promise I am. And then I remember somebody would tell me, you know, like, oh, you're only American. You're only, you know, from the U.S. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I was born only in the United States, but like, I have a secondary culture, like in my household, I was raised around Vietnamese culture or like a blend of the two. So what am I? Who am I? And in 2014 and also the second year that I was living in Spain in 2015 to 2016, I think that's when this like starting from zero made me also start from zero with understanding and accepting, learning, loving this identity that I 
had and have and kind of defining it for myself. So after that, y'all are getting like my whole life story right now, a summarized version of it. So after moving abroad and teaching English for two years from 2014 to 2016, I decided, okay, I hate teaching abroad. I don't want to do this anymore. Let's go try corporate America. Hey, corporate America. I saw all of my friends making good money and moving out of their parents' house. Um, They were buying cars and like, you know, living that American dream. And I thought, what am I doing? I'm over here like gallivanting through Europe and kind of making good-ish money, but not really saving. And yeah, my friends are buying cars and I am over here like buying flights to Dublin, Ireland, but they get a cool car, like they own something. And so, yeah, girl got wrapped up in this American dream idea. And I was like, okay, I'm going to move back home. So after two years teaching English abroad, I realized, okay, let's start from zero again. Let's, let's go to figure out what this whole corporate America thing is. And so I went home in June of 2016. I got a full-time job and I was realizing, okay, I'm going to make a name for myself in corporate. I'm going to try this thing out. I'm going to see what it's like to like make good money, move out for real, buy a car, do all these things like all that I saw my friends doing. And then I realized, oh, first, I have reverse culture shock. I was abroad for two years living in a foreign country, foreign language, different culture. I was like, like what I mentioned before, I was exploring what my identity was, who I was, um, how I was being perceived, how I wanted to present myself. And then in that whole process, I moved back home to the United States. And then I realized, oh, um, I don't really fit into the United States anymore. I don't really fit into this culture. I don't really fit into these beliefs and these values and like how people are acting, these behaviors. I had something else. Like I was confused. And that's when I had super reverse culture shock of, well, if I don't really belong in the United States anymore... And if I don't really fully fit in and belong in Spain, where where am I going? And so this fresh start, this like starting over and starting from zero in the United States after being abroad kind of made me question a lot of, okay, what am I going to do? Like if I don't fit in here and if I don't fit in there and if I'm in limbo, if I am a floater, where do I go from here? And so what happened was I worked in corporate for a year and a half. And after a year and a half of doing the corporate lifestyle, I realized, okay, I don't want to be in corporate anymore. I don't like corporate. I kind of knew that, but I realized, okay, this is just affirming that I really knew that I do not like corporate. So what did I do? I started working on my business, which is the Corky Pineapple Studio. I then, this is like a whole other thing. I feel like I have to go into like a whole separate podcast episode to talk about that. But I worked on the Quirky Pineapple Studio and I was talking to my partner, shout out to Mario, who is awesome and always being supportive for that. And we decided, okay, you're going to quit your job. You're going to start your business. Then you're going to move back to Spain. So I quit my job in December, 2017. And I started my business. I moved abroad at the same time. And yeah. So all of that happened within about a month time span. So I quit my job the first week of December, and then I launched my business about two weeks later. And then 
I moved on Christmas Day. Yeah. So I quit my job, I believe, in December 8th or something like that. Started the business one or two weeks after. And then on the 25th, Mario and I flew out to Madrid to, to start our new life. And that was, I don't know how many examples I've shared with you all now. I think that was maybe like the fifth example of starting over and starting from zero. I didn't know anyone in Spain, not really. All of the friends that I had made prior to, they were all English teaching assistants and they were kind of moving on with their life and they were doing other things. They got, some people went home, some people continued, but I was like starting this whole new stage. Like I wasn't an English teacher anymore. I was actually moving to Spain permanently and I was deciding that this was going to be my life. Like I am going to be a permanent resident abroad and I am going to be a business owner. I'm going to start my business. And it was terrifying because one, I didn't know anyone. It was a whole new city. Like I wasn't living in the same cities or towns that I was living in before when I was in Spain. And I started from zero and scratch to build my network. My name as Cassandra and the Quirky Pineapple Studio. I started from zero and scratch to, you know, build the business, a life, a home, new friendships, and all that stuff. I definitely don't recommend quitting your job, starting a business, and moving abroad at the same time within the same month. I feel like every time I tell that to people, they're like, oh my gosh, you are so brave. I'm like, mm, questionable choices I made. Uh, it was really intense. And I think that start from zero moment that I had was not just like an identity crisis. It was like extremely emotionally and mentally draining because there was so much transition happening in my life, not just from a personal standpoint of like moving abroad, but also a professional standpoint of now I need to make money doing something and I need to figure out how I sell my services and how I actually make a name for the business that I have and the brand that I have. And that was like a whole other thing on top of, okay, I'm in a whole new place. This is my home. This is my life. And it's time to make friends, find the cafes that I like, and just accept that like I have decided that I want this life. And I have decided that the United States is not necessarily my quote-unquote home anymore, but it is a place that was home. And now my home is Spain. And that still grappling with it um, with my therapist. It's been like eight years and I'm still working through that, but it's a huge transition. And <laughs> that's all that happened in one month. So starting from zero, figuring out what the heck I'm doing and having like this identity crisis as well as like professional development, personal development, all these things. So after that, another start from zero moment. Gosh, this all happened, I think, within like a 10-year time span. So it's a lot going on here. So another example of starting from zero is when I decided to become a location independent and realizing, okay, this is a lifestyle that I want to have. I want to be location independent because I don't want my business or my life to fully be stationary. I know I will be living between the United States and Spain. I know that I will have family and friends in the United States and Spain and wherever else that I travel and meet people. So 
how can I develop a network or a support or community if I am always in one place? Which is, I know when I'm thinking and saying this out loud, it makes sense to be in one place now and, you know, really create community. But in the beginning, I just kept thinking, okay, I want to be everywhere. Not everywhere, but like, you know, be intentional about, you know, being in one place when I want to be in one place and another place where I want to be in another place and not being tied down because I have to be, you know, in an office or in a very specific area. So I had to start from zero, basically, because I had to get used to throwing myself into situations where I don't know anyone and I don't know lots of things. So realizing like, you know, there are different cultures and there are different ways of doing things. Being location independent basically threw me into situations where I didn't know the culture. I didn't know how people work. I don't really know like their working styles. And I had to learn all of that and adapt. And I think what is interesting here is it's like not just one moment of starting from zero. It's like entering every relationship, business relationship, friendship, networking, uh, wherever I go. All of that is like starting from zero again. All of that is, okay, I need to like figure out what I'm doing. I need to figure out how I'm going to show up in this situation. I need to figure out how I'm going to show up in this relationship, in this friendship, and understand how they are also showing up because now it's a mix of cultures. It's a mix of identities. It's a mix of experiences and stuff. And it's tiring. One, I will be honest, it is a little tiring, but it's also pretty powerful because I am able to adapt and learn and see where people are coming from. So that is another example of starting from zero, but not just like one instance, but like every instance I have. Like I'm recording this podcast right now in a co-working space in San Diego with a client that we had. Like they have this co-working space called You Belong Here. Shout out to You Belong Here and their podcast studio. It is amazing. I wish you all could see me, but it's like a whole vibe. And I have to learn how to start from zero basically in here and kind of like adapt and learn and pick up things because I don't know how people function in San Diego. I don't know what like the cultural norms are. I don't really understand how they do business here. And I'm just kind of floating along for the ride and learning and adapting and like adjusting as I go and like trying to be intentional with how I show up. So that's that. And then last example is uh, this one's more business related, but it is basically restructuring my business at least four times in the past year, past five years that I've been running it. Okay, that's not a flex. It's actually, it's a whole thing. And I realized that things basically weren't working within the past five years. And every time that I realized that it wasn't working, I had to let go of certain ways of being, certain ways of doing business, certain ways of functioning so that I could you know, create something that was more aligned to how I wanted to work, more aligned to the business that I wanted to have, more aligned to my values, more aligned to the lifestyle I want to live. And that is starting from zero each time because like, if I don't see these examples of how I want to do business, how I want to run my business, how I want to exist and live, then I'm like imagining it. I'm like creating from nothing 
which is really awesome, one. And it's like, oh, all these amazing opportunities, like the whole world is open for you. But then it's also really scary and unsure because you're kind of like, am I doing the right thing? So when I restructured the business at least four times, what happened was I had to let go of a large chunk of the business arm because I was unhappy and stressed. I had to let go of a large chunk of business profits, even though like it was bringing in money, but it wasn't making me happy. And I had to let that go because yeah, money. Awesome. But like, if I'm stressed, if I wake up and like, I can't move my neck for a whole week because of that stress, something has got to go. And like I said before, I wanted to have a business that fit my lifestyle and not the other way around. And, you know, that is starting from zero because like each time you like test and experiment and try because you think, you know, you like something and then you do it and then you're like, uh, I don't know, this is for me. And you have to start over. And a lot of people, I think, at least my sister, when we were having this conversation walking around uh, San Diego, actually, you know, it's scary to like say, one, this isn't working, two, I need to make a change, and then three, actually doing it. But every time that I've started over, every time I started from zero, every time I let something go, it's actually been amazing because when I learn so many new things, I get to experience so many different like opportunities that I probably wouldn't have. I get to meet some really amazing people along the way. And I learn different ways of being that I probably wouldn't have known before if I had just stuck with whatever I wanted to do. So those are all of my personal examples of starting over. I'm curious to know what your examples are of starting over or starting from zero. If you want to send me a message on Instagram at Cassandra TLE, love to hear your stories. But let's get into like when to know it's actually time to start over. Because I feel like most of the time we probably know when it's time to start over, but we don't actually take the necessary steps to do it because it's one, a lot of energy, a lot of work, a lot of time, and it's freaking terrifying. Like it's scary to like accept and admit to yourself that something's not working. And then take action to actually make it work for you. Because it requires a whole different way of being, a whole different way of thinking. And sometimes we don't have examples of that in our lives to show us that it's possible. So we're like imagining and envisioning from like nothing and thinking to ourselves, is this going to work? Am I being dumb of her like starting over? Am I being dumb for making this decision? I don't think so because personally, every time, like I said before, every time that I've started over, it's been amazing. But dang, those like four to five months prior to, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? Okay, so when is it time to start over? When is it time that you could need to start over? So I've got three different reasons here. The first one is noticing that you're feeling stagnant and not growing. And I want to be clear, like you don't need to be growing all the time. But feeling like you're stagnant and not growing means like you feel like your skills, life or whatever else is just not going anywhere or fully being utilized. So you just feel stuck where you are, like you're in between what could be and what is happening. And I feel like that's like that lost feeling that I keep talking about in this podcast. It's like the lost of 
you're in between what could be and what is currently happening. And something has got to give. Something has got to give there. And that could be the decision to start over. That could be the, the decision to start from zero and try. Okay, number two, you're not feeling fulfilled. So things are extremely boring. Life is lax, lackluster and there's no joy in what you are doing. You feel like you're floating by. Like life is the one that's pulling you instead of you actively making choices. And I feel like this happens a lot. Like, you know, life gets busy. Sometimes, you know, we're in busy seasons of our life and we're trying to figure out, okay, what do we do? What do we do? And you're just kind of going, going, going on autopilot. But I feel like when you're having like this gut feeling that you're not feeling fulfilled, that everything is just like boring, lackluster, you're just floating by, that's when it could be time to know to start over. And the third reason is you're frustrated. You either feel frustrated with yourself, your surroundings, or your circumstances. And then because you are frustrated, this is like a more personal thing. I don't know if everybody goes through this, but this is something that I definitely went through. When I felt frustrated, I kind of was like tired of my own shit. I was like fed up with myself. I was so fed up with myself because I was tired of my own shit for not doing what I wanted to do because I was so scared to do it. And that was usually letting go of something and starting over. And if this kind of like sounds familiar, I definitely recommend going back to and listening to episode, I believe it's episode three, where I go over the three existential questions to ask yourself before getting more visible. And it's similar to that because I, in that episode, I talk about, you know, stifling a cough and like stifling your message because you're scared. And I feel like this is similar. Like you are so sick and tired of your own shit and you're so frustrated with yourself because you know like, you know you want more for yourself. You know you are capable of making big change, making big impact, doing something that, like, really utilizes your skills or, you know, shares your message or just is something that brings you more joy. And yet you're scared, so you just go into this, like, cycle and loop of getting frustrated, getting tired of your own shit for not doing it. And, you know, it's the same feeling of, okay, let me scroll. Let me fill my time with like non-nurturing activities. Let me numb myself because I'm too scared to do it. And that's okay. I mean, I get it. It's really scary. But if you're noticing that, maybe this is the time to like explore, you know, like, hmm, you are potentially stuck in between what could be and what is currently happening. And I'm not here to be like, go do it, because I feel like there's a lot of factors before telling somebody to like, go do something, especially if it's quit their job, start a business, move abroad, whatever it is, or like have a difficult conversation with someone to like stop a relationship or whatever. I'm not going to be like, go do it. But I'm definitely just going to be like, hey, maybe it's time to explore that and figure out what your next steps are. And if it makes sense to start from zero and start from scratch. So let me read those again. There are three things that I just mentioned to know when it's time to start over. So we said, noticing that you're feeling stagnant and not growing, you're feeling unfulfilled and that things are extremely boring, life is lack lackluster and there's no joy in what you're doing, 
and you are frustrated and tired of your own shit because of everything that's going on. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, it's me. I'm ready to take action. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do something. Here are a few reminders for starting over and starting from zero. The first one is you don't need an external circumstance to happen for you to choose to start over and start again if you are unhappy, unfulfilled, or feel lackluster with life. I feel like this was um, a situation that I had right before I moved abroad to Spain permanently in 2017. I was working with a life coach at that time, Deanne Vincent, and I remember talking to her and I remember telling her, you know, I have this fierce diva persona, like this fierce diva persona only comes out when something bad happens to me. Like she comes out and she's like, nah, dude, not today. And I told her, you know, the fierce diva persona came out when I got broken up with in college by a boyfriend. And she was like, you know, Cassandra, like this person already exists inside of you. You don't need something quote unquote, or like you don't need something bad to happen to you to choose to show up as this person and that like blew my fucking mind because I was like what do you mean you don't I don't need an external thing like I need something bad to happen to me I need something like not good to happen to me to like choose because it'll force me to do it she's like no you you have the power to like choose right now so I just wanted to pass that on to you all and share that you don't need an external circumstance to happen for you to choose to start over and start again if you are not unhappy, unfulfilled, or feel lackluster with life. The second one is if you are in the middle of like starting from scratch and starting from zero, give yourself grace because there are a lot of feelings tied to this. Like, I feel like when every time I do it, I'm like, oh, I'm really happy that I did. I'm really happy that, you know, I decided to take this chance and listen to my gut and, you know, choose a life that is more aligned to what I want to do. But I will, you know, be honest and that it is equal parts excitement, sadness, grief, fear, eagerness, anxiousness. And if you listen to episode four of the I'm Lost So What podcast where I talk about, you know, rest in peace to the me that I learned to love. It's almost like that. Like you have lots of feelings of grief and sadness because you're letting go of this person that you were, this person with like specific behaviors, actions, thoughts, beliefs to step into something else. And that requires a lot of energy, time, emotional capacity, mental capacity, all of those things. So give yourself grace because there are a lot of things, like a lot of feelings tied to this. And the last one, the last reminder that I wanted to share with you all is that each restart or reinvention gives you experiences and layers to your story, your perspective, ideas, and how you show up in the world. And that's awesome because that means that we all bring so much to the world that we might not even realize because of our unique experiences of starting over and starting from zero. Like, how cool is that? Like, if we were to think about all of the things that we went through every time we started from zero, every time we started from scratch, like all of those experiences, perspectives, ideas, thoughts, ways of being, understanding, empathy, connection, all of those things... One, on a personal level, I think that just reinforces that, damn, we are so, so powerful and we are so cool. But then two, if we externalize it to our community and our and to our network, that gives us so many opportunities to create new systems, new structures that could be more welcoming to even more people. And I think that is where the power is because 
one, when we're existing in between what could be and what's happening, we pick up lots of things. But then when we actually take action and start doing the thing, like that can be applied to not just our personal lives, but like all of the relationships that we have. And we're not losers for doing it. It's actually brave. It's courageous. It's awesome because not just are you choosing to do something that's more aligned with you, you're choosing to show up and show other people that there are different ways of being that could be aligned for them. That's fucking powerful. That is fucking powerful. So I'm going to leave y'all with that and with one question because I always leave with a question and that is where are you needing to start over and let go? And if you want to share with me, send me a DM on Instagram at Cassandra TLE. And I would love to talk about it. All right, y'all stay fierce, fam. If you're hearing this message, that means you made it to the end of this episode. Yay. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and thought to yourself, whoa, it me. I'd love if you could share this with others, post about it on social media and or leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe too. Want to hang out with me in other areas of the internet? You can follow me on Instagram at Cassandra TLE. For brand message and content marketing tips and resources, check out my business at the Corky Pineapple Studio. Thanks again and see you in the next episode. Stay fierce, fam.